happy, Vicky, just be happy with this quickie. What's going on Vancouver? I'm Trevor Beggs and welcome to The Quickie here on the Nux Misconduct Network. Before you listen to this episode of the fastest hockey show in the world, five minutes or less, make sure you go subscribe to the Nux Misconduct Network. Kyle Bowen, host of Sippin' on a 40. It's the Canucks post-game show here on the network. He's got a different guest on after every game, the hilarious Mike Martinegro. Hopefully I didn't butcher that, was on the episode last night. Go give that a listen. You also get Power of the Towel with host Nick Bondi. That episode drops Monday night, Tuesday morning. I'm not even sure who's got on, but go check it out. He's been nailing it with his guests recently. You get Silky and Filthy, Puck Talk and Bullshit with Kyle and myself. A bit of a look around the rest of the NHL, the other stories in hockey, and of course, this show, The Quickie. Now, last night, of course, Canuck fans probably disappointed to see the Canucks lose to St. Louis in overtime. But I think even the most positive, realistic fan realizes that the Canucks are probably lucky to be up 2-1 in this series. Never mind the fact that they almost went up 3-0. Now, I do have some news for the most overly optimistic Canuck fans out there. And I hope you realize this, but the Canucks have not been the better team in this series. Sure, they found a way to win in games one and games two, and by no means were they bad. But at five on five, for all three games to begin this series, the Canucks have just been caved in. And now I know I was pumping up a guy like Tyler Mott in my last column for Canucks misconduct, four thoughts after the Canucks game three loss. And Mott was a spark club, he, he was terrific. But Mott and the rest of the Canucks are all guilty of being caved in at five on five. Yes, Tyler Mott is a spark plug in his own end. I love the way he plays. He never finds himself out of position. Even if he makes a mistake, he's able to recover. But the fact of the matter is, you're not relying on a guy like Tyler Mott to be in the offensive zone and create a lot of offense. And right now, it was a pleasant surprise to see the lotto line, JT Miller, Elias Pedersen, Brock Besser, come to life last night at five on five. From the second period onwards, they were great. They were creating chances in the offensive zone. And of course, Pedersen with the absolute laser to cut to tie the game up at two in the second period. But the fact of the matter is, if the Canucks are actually going to beat the Blues, and of course they have the leg up, they have the 2-1 lead in the series, they still need to be better at 5-on-5. Five five. For all the praise that Horvat and his line are getting, they haven't been that great at 5-on-5. Five five. And the bottom six, of course... As usual, we've been used to this all season here in Vancouver. They've been getting caved in at 5-on-5. The Blues are a stingy team. They really do not give up a lot of even strength. They play a bit of a -a rope-a-dope game. They shut it down in the defensive zone. And they get the puck off the ice. And when it's in the offensive zone, they grind, they forecheck, and they get pucks to the net. They are going to continue to create their opportunities And the Canucks need to find a way to spend more time in the offensive zone. Because the strategy of relying on Jacob Markstrom has worked throughout the regular season. It's worked here in the playoffs. But it's not a winning formula if you're going to go on a deep playoff run. And it's funny what one loss can do. Because if the Canucks go up 3-0 on the defending Stanley Cup champions, 
the chances are you're letting that optimism flow through your veins and you think the Canucks are winning the Stanley Cup. Okay, maybe not that far. But you're feeling pretty damn good about yourself. Another big game tonight against the St. Louis Blues. Game four. Will the Canucks be able to have more of a positive presence at five on five? And I'm not just talking about the lotto line. I'm talking about the rest of the team. The whole strategy of hoping Markstrom makes 30 to 40 saves while you capitalize on the odd man rushes. It's not really a conducive strategy to winning hockey games. Thanks again here for listening to the quickie on the Nux Misconduct Network. Make sure you stay tuned to the network. We got shows coming out pretty much every damn day right now. Playoff hockey has been great so far. The Canucks have been exciting. And we've been trying to get out content for you here on the network on NuxMisconduct.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter as well at NuxMisconduct. Nick Bondi and Kent Baskey share responsibilities there. They're both hilarious. Make sure you tune in to Nux Misconduct on Twitter during the games. And go enjoy the damn game tonight. I'm Trevor Beggs. Thanks again for listening to The Quickie here on the Nux Misconduct Network.